Welcome to the Podcast Connector. I'm Christina Rice, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Kelsey Goldstein and Abby Frank. We run the Podcast Connector, a service that connects podcast hosts and aligned guests, like a dating service for podcasts. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes stories and tips about the podcasting world, while also introducing you to some amazing people in health, entrepreneurship, spirituality, and personal development. If you'd like to get booked on podcasts or get connected with aligned guests, head to thepodcastconnector.com. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at thepodcastconnector. Let's dive in. So something that I feel like a lot of us have seen show up in other people's businesses and, you know, sometimes our own is this need to control everything. And I think as an entrepreneur, it can be really tempting to, you know, you built your business from the ground up, it's your baby and you want to keep a tight hold of those reins, right? And you want to steer it in the direction that you want it to go. But especially as you grow, I think it's interesting to see how it plays out when you still try to maintain control of every aspect of it. And again, this is something we see with a lot of the entrepreneurs that we work with, that we've spoken to. And so we kind of just want to get into the issue of control issues with entrepreneurs and their businesses. Especially when the people, like when you're working in a team of, <laughs> of people who like to be in control, right? But that's exactly. like, we were talking about before, it's like the type of person who wants to start their own business, typically is somebody who is more of a type perfectionist a. often, yeah. right? Like not always, mm-hmm. right? There are different types, but if you're listening to this, probably most people who are attracted to me are like that, like type a perfectionist. Like I want to be in control. I know how to get this done. A lot of that is like having learned if I don't do it, everybody does a worse job for, than me. Like having that, you know, you're probably the person that did the group project in school. Like you just have these different experiences, right? You're probably, uh, there you might've been the parent more so than the parents themselves. Like a lot of those issues, um, from, from childhood, those all teach us, like I'm safer when I, when I stay in control, right. I can control, um, I can control the outcome if I control everything that's going on. Right. Or even with health issues as well. Right. When we experience things in our lives, like this could be a health issue. This could be a loss, right. Um, that you didn't see coming. Like whenever there are life experiences that we perceive as, that just came out of the blue and it totally rocks my world. A lot of those, you know, controlling tendencies can pop up as a way to keep ourselves safe. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever I can to ensure that this doesn't happen again. Right. Because it's, it's a trauma response essentially. Um, and so I know that, well, I, I know that the, entre- the path of entrepreneurship is one of the most healing paths, right? Because you face you face so many of your wounds. Others, the level of expansion and personal growth, um, is unparalleled in many ways. Like, right. It's, it's like, you have to be dedicated to that personal growth and you're going to come up against your triggers. And one of the most common things like is releasing the control, right? Mm -hmm. We can't, we can't control everybody around us. And I think it's even more so when you're building a team, right? I know when I first started my business and it was really just me, I could get by with a lot of the behaviors. I mean, I definitely still got triggered in different ways because there are always factors that um, are outside of us. But then once I started like hiring different contractors or like collaborating with people, it really, it really came up Um, and definitely learning experiences. And then we have like, like, I mean, the dynamics here, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, um, it's been, 
it's like a growth point, right? Like I've had conversations with Kelsey a lot. I'm like, I need to release this. Like, it's really hard for me to release it. It's easier for me to get in and micromanage everything. And so, and I used to do that. And then the things that happened with the people supporting me, I wasn't being supported because I wasn't letting myself be supported and they weren't given the opportunity to, to grow themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, we had, I just created a pattern because I was micromanaging and they got used to, Oh, Christina's just going to come in and plan everything. And then I just like do what she says. And so I was really like disempowered, like it was disempowering. Right. And that was a way that I wasn't allowing myself to be supported and it wasn't helpful for anybody really. Um, and so now I'm much more aware of, this is for sure something like for me with my coaches and masterminds I'm in and learning from people who have, um, very successful businesses, right? Seven, eight figure business owners. A lot of what we talk about in there are these dynamics, like what energy are you in? And are you, are you, over controlling everything? Are you letting your team support you? Right. Are you, are you letting other people actually do their jobs? And that's something for sure. Like, like we've had a lot of conversations about, I'm like, I, I could do this, but I'm going, I'm going to resist my temptation. I just had this conversation with one of my friends earlier this week. I was like, you're talking about how it's like, okay, I could do that task and finish it by tomorrow. And I like things speedy. So everything in me wants to go finish it. So it's done but then I'm not letting that person do their job. And so it's actually better if I just let it take a little bit longer, um, so that they do it. And we're like keeping everybody in, in their positions. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that ends up being more efficient in the long run anyway. Mm -hmm. Totally. Cause then you're totally. not like wondering like, what am I supposed to do versus not? Mm -hmm. And you can funnel all of your attention and focus to what you know that you have to get done. Yeah, totally. Your role letting people into like, they have to do that trial and error piece of starting working with you. Like you have to learn yeah. how you like to do things and no one's a mind reader. Like so many VAs try to start their business and they're like, I have to know how to do everything in this client's business before I even start. And it's like, how are you supposed to know the back end of their business? Like they need to teach you how to yeah. run it, you know? And yeah. people do have that grasp of like, it's my baby, but I see that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, and it takes a couple months to really like understand, like at least a couple months, right. Like to mm -hmm. get, to just like understand the flow of the business, how it works, how this person likes things. Um, and that's important to know, right. When you hire people, like you have to be committed to letting it work for a few months, um, because there's a whole learning curve mm -hmm. for them too. Um, I'm curious, Abby, like how you, how you see this playing out, like supporting different people, where does that come up? Um, pretty much every discovery call that I have with a client, um, they are scared out of their mind to pass anything off to me and that's okay. And I, I really have to remind them, like, this is going to give you more freedom to do the things in your business that you actually like doing and that there are other people that can do what you're doing. And some people can do it better just because like, if you put everything in a million different cups, like you're not filling them all the way. So, mm -hmm. um, there's a huge trust building with every single client that I take on. Um, and it is sometimes three months, sometimes a year. It really depends on how much someone is willing to let go. Um, and that's really why, like I start most of my packages off really low hours. Like let's start with one task, see how that goes. And if you feel good, I'll take it on. If not, we'll adjust, you know, like it's sometimes it has to be 
baby steps. And then I get other clients that are like, I'm so freaking overwhelmed. Like take everything and just help me, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's huge different ends of the spectrum for sure. What's like easiest for you to work with or like most helpful for you? Like the energy of the, the client for you, like what's most helpful? Um, I definitely like, I'm also kind of a control freak a little bit. Um, so I really resonate with someone who feels the same way in their business. And to me, like, I would rather tackle one thing at a time and perfect that so that they feel good about it than take on everything at one time and try and juggle, like fixing everything, you know? Mm -hmm. So like that, that calm energy where they're like, okay, I'm serious about getting help. Let's go. Like that's an ideal client for me. Mm. Do you like having more independence? Or do you like more like them just telling you exactly how they want it? Um, I think starting off, it's good to hear their perspective on how they've been running it so far. Um, but I, in my corporate job, was an auditor. So I love to look into a process and be like, this isn't working. This can be improved and tweak things. So a lot of times I start off doing it the way they wanted and then kind of offer suggestions as to what I see. And typically they're far enough removed from it. They're like, I trust you. Let's try it out. Yeah. Yeah. I just asked because I know different, different people like different things, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so just like knowing the VA too, and like the type of energy you want, you want in your business for sure. I feel mm-hmm. like this is the thing <laughs> I like, cause I've, supported other businesses in different ways. And I tried that and I was just way too much of a control freak, um, to do it because they would be like, this is what we're going to do. And I'd be like, no, it's not, that's not the way. Right. And I was just like, (laughs) I couldn't, I I was like, I literally can't do this supportive task because I want to run this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know how that goes. No, reel it in girl. Yeah. I was, so I was just like, not, it was just like, wasn't the role for me. Um, but yeah, I'm curious, Kelsey, for you, like, how do you feel that's played out? Like, I think both of us definitely have some control stuff. (laughs) I don't know about the control piece. I mean, I definitely like with us for sure. There was a trust building period, like anyone could be Mm -hmm. starting and like, yeah. I mean, we didn't know anything really. I mean, I knew about you because I was a follower, but you didn't know anything about me hiring me. It's not like I was a connection or like someone referred me to you. So especially that part, I think it did take me a little longer to earn your trust. Um, but I feel like, I don't know. Yeah. That, like we've come a long way in the last mm-hmm. several months. And I think that trust piece, that building piece is definitely necessary to get to where we are now, which is, I feel like we're very comfortable with doing our own tasks and obviously there's still collaboration, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think it's been like a hindrance at all. Yeah. So I think that the key for me has been like where it works, right. Is if you have different people who all like, they like it to, to go their way, right. Or right. When they're controlling, like in different areas. Right. So for example, there are a lot of things that I'm like, it needs to be done this way. And I think it's pretty clear what those things are, but then there are a lot of things where I'm like, I actually don't care. So you can control this. Right. Like, I feel like, like, and that's where it like evens out. And so it's easier because I'm like, I don't even care. So like 
you you can organize that right like I couldn't give a shit how the google drive is organized but like oh but I oh, like need yeah. it to be color-coded <laughs> Kelsey over here is gonna organize it and color you ever go in there like, it's like an explosion of colors yeah but. and I'm like that's totally fine right so it's like like picking and choosing my battles and this goes back to like like what is my role in the business like what is what is my job right and then what is this person's job like like what is this person's job and like letting them fully like control their aspect because that's why yeah. we hired them mm-hmm. 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 Right. <laughs> and let them control uh, it and see how it yeah. goes. And like, you might be surprised that something that you were completely opposed to at the beginning actually ends up being a better system than what you had before. Mm-hmm. Well, and that also goes into like something that is just like connected to what Abby was saying before, but like that always stood out to me from, um, some friends I have who just built incredible businesses. Like they would always say like, the way I built so quickly is I, I, as soon as I can, I hire and I make a point to hire somebody who can do this better than me. Like, mm-hmm. and I just keep doing that. I just keep doing that. Um, and where I know I, I have done this before. And I point this out to a lot of my clients where it's like, what people will often do is, and this actually just came up in a mastermind I'm in. Cause everybody was like, Oh yeah, I do that. Like people <laughs> would, people will sometimes when they're like controlling or like, they don't want to let go of their baby. Right. They will hire people that they have to micromanage. Right. Or who like, they have to fully train and like really manage as a way of not letting themselves be supported because then they, they have to still be in control. Right. So then we complain, Mm -hmm. Oh, this person's not supporting me, but it's like, well, you just hired somebody who actually isn't at the skill level that you needed really. Right. Um, as this like subconscious self-sabotage and to keep yourself in this manager role, you know? Yeah. I totally just did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a common thing, you know, yeah. that we don't even realize that we're doing, but then it's like, you get in the cycle of being like, I don't feel supported. It's like, well, I didn't hire somebody that could actually fully support me. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I'm choosing people who can help support me, I'm like, okay, this person has to know more about this than me and like do this better than me because then I feel safe, like giving them their, their reign and they have more room to grow and explore. Um, and they actually grow in that role rather than always needing me to do things, which isn't even mm-hmm. like helpful for people. Um, so that was definitely, I think that's such a, it was such a great piece of advice. That's just always stuck with me. Like I've learned so much about hiring. I think that was like a huge yeah. growth pain in, in building a business. I feel like that shows up everywhere. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And just very common with the person who starts the company wanting to always be in everything else. And it's like, you're Mm -hmm. not, you're not letting them do their job. Right. Like you're hiring because you want to grow, right? Well, then (laughs) you also have to make sure that you're allowing yourself to grow by actually handing it off to someone else. Mm -hmm. You're still in there 80% of the time. Like that's an energy leak. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely, I've been interviewing for someone to help me in my business. I hired someone and fired someone already, as Kelsey knows, um, because I did what you just described, Christina, and it just was not a good fit. Um, And I like literally today was wrestling with who to choose. And I know there's this girl who triggers the fuck out of me. And like, I know she's better at me, better than me at a lot of things. And super outgoing and like all of these fears come up with my control like 
I need to have access to my clients. I don't want her to have access to my clients. Like what if she goes in and she's cooler than me and she steals my client? Like that whole spiral you can go down with your business. Like it's so hard to like come back down to earth and be like, okay, this is something I need to grow and I have to let go at some point or it's never going to get better. Yeah. Well, and even just like the energy of the business itself, right? Like, and this is where people feel like they're dragging. Like I have multiple friends who this has come up where it's like, they have a whole team and they, they do that thing where they kind of hire down. Right. And then they have to micromanage everybody. And then it feels like they're felt they're energetically spread so thin because they feel like they're the power source of the whole business versus continuing to hire people who are their own power source. And then it's like, you light up the whole business and it, and it grows. Right. But that's thinking about the energy of of the business and like, what's actually going to help it grow and expand. It can't just be your energy, right? It's like, I'm hiring somebody, so I'm getting more horsepower. So I'm getting more, more growth, more expansion out. Not so that I'm still the only one expanding. This person is just like next to me. You Mm -hmm. see the difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really good analogy. (laughs) I dig it. Well, it's a really common one. And I think this comes up in like, maybe we do a whole other episode on communication, but like, I think it's super relevant here because this is the a, like a main way I see this playing out. Like with managing uh, people, I know I got in a position where I was spending my whole, all my time managing people and then like kind of redoing a lot of their tasks. And I was like, I'm unable to do anything I need to do. Like this is, mm-hmm. I just crumbled because what was happening was I was spending my whole day managing people and then redoing a bunch of tasks and like checking up on things. Like, did that get done? And then I would have to do my tasks like 8 PM to 2 AM. Right. And I was like, no, this is my job. So these 8 PM to 2 AM tasks are like, should be my daytime job. And like, I, 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 I should be getting handled. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. And so like streamlining communication and really realizing like, like, where is the management coming from? But also like, where can I have less management if I, if I do better with communication, right? Mm-hmm. Like having tools to keep it clear. And like, does everybody need to be on every call? Like that's the thing of, with the trust as well. Like for me, I have learned, cause I used to be on every call with everything and it actually just totally screwed up the communication. And then I was like overly involved in everything. And there are too many opinions and it actually works better, better. If like, there's one person just updating me right? And then like the people who are directly relevant to the task, like they're the ones managing, like they're, they're the ones handling it. Right. And then I'm mm-hmm. just told because otherwise there's like too much involvement and you're not letting go. Right. Like mm-hmm. if you are a CEO on every single call, like that doesn't even make sense. Right. That's like anybody else in the business being on all of your calls. Like you have different positions so that different things are getting you done. have yeah you have yeah. more bodies to accomplish yeah. more at once <laughs> and yeah. if you're all doing the same things that's not happening mm-hmm. right like you add more hands and then what people do is they put all the hands on the same thing when the point is like you, have, you add more hands <laughs> so that you can do more things you know exactly and you so, put it that way it makes you feel so dumb <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's just like I mean like I totally that was just like such a big growth experience for me and I like people do this once you like build your business. Right. And like get to a certain level, like all of the issues of people going from like six to seven figures or seven to eight, it's all energy stuff. It's all like mindset stuff. It's all, it's all like these tweaks you make. It's not this huge new business strategy. Like that's not the difference, but it's like, um, 
I know like my coach is telling me, she's like, I, I had to catch myself because I found myself, I was being in a managing role. Like I, instead of like being the CEO here and I've had to like, just make adjustments. And she's like, and you know how that shows up is that people started messaging me directly about scheduling. And I was like, why are you messaging me when you know, I don't do scheduling. She's like, because I was in that manager energy. So people like came to me. Right. And then it just messes up the whole, the whole scheduling thing. Right. Or it's like, oh my God, scheduling. Right. If you have multiple people on the calendar, like, it's like, well, why did you book that then? And like, I don't know. <laughs> we double book that. Like it just becomes a nightmare. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a nightmare. Um, but I think the communication piece is really, is really important. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we had that come up. Streamlining and- it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just had that come up. It's like, why are we making more calls than necessary? Um, and I see in a lot of businesses, like I remember working, I had this one company I worked for, but this is really common. It's like, we spent probably like five hours a day on meetings. And I'm like, when are we actually doing work? That like, was, we, yeah, I had to do my work Literally when my I got home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, when we could totally streamline this communication and it's like having consistency with your communication, right? Like having regular meetings, but not so much so that it's just like a waste of time. And do you really need a whole meeting to communicate something quick? Or could that be sent in another way? You know what I mean? Or like, I also feel like that's another form of control. Like at my old job, people would want, they felt the need to have meetings with us on a weekly basis as a crutch. And there was literally nothing new to talk about. It's like, Mm -hmm. I could have sent you a quick email with an update of what I've done in last week, but instead we're sitting here like twiddling our thumbs because there's nothing much new. Mm -hmm. And that's a waste of time and energy for everyone. Like all eight people involved on the call. Mm -hmm. And instead, in the meantime, we could have been doing stuff to actually help you propel your business forward. Yeah. Or you just like, like I could easily just create things. If somebody called a random meeting, cool. I can talk. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's always something to talk about, but I think that's something for me that I've definitely struggled with having a balance because I tend to lean more on the like less meeting side. Um, because the past experiences, which is like way too many. And I'm like, this is so inefficient. And I'm somebody like, I don't know. I'm just more of an independent person, you know, yeah. most people around me are like that. So it's mm-hmm. usually not needed. But then I see the value in like, you know, some things it's easier to like stay up to date. Like we've had this conversation. It's like just getting an update on like what, what got done, right? Like what got done, what didn't. So I'm aware of what's going on. There's definitely a balance there, but that's where like, like those task management, different task management systems are really helpful just to see, um, visibility. Yeah. Visibility what's going on. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Like, I think there's a lot of self-responsibility, right? Cause then you have people who they'll tell me like, yeah, I just like, I am my coworkers all day. Right. Like they're just like, <laughs> there's so much I aming of coworkers or I have, um, I don't know. One of my friends, one of my friends, she's, she's an entrepreneur and they have a team of about like six or seven. And whenever I'm with her, like we spent a weekend together a couple of weeks ago and it's like all her whole team is just like constant messages to her. And I was like, it's like Sunday lack like, of boundaries. I'm like, first Ooh. of all, it's the weekend. But second of all, like, is this how it, even if that's what it's like on a weekday, that's like, I'm like, how do you get any work done when you're always responding to people? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't, she's like, that's why I'm so tired. Like, like, and she was like very stressed out. And we had this whole talk. I'm like, you need boundaries. And it's like not productive for them. If they have to ask you a question every five minutes, 
Like that's not productive well, they're never for gonna anybody. Learn on the on their own either mm. that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like then nobody's getting anything done. You're literally just texting each other back and forth. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's where it is valuable to be like this is our allotted time. Like, hey, we have 15 minutes and everything gets covered there. And it forces people to be organized, like have an agenda. These are the points I want to cover. Um, and like not check, like, it's like, no, I'm not even checking that at these hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, is there anything else for you guys with communication that you have found is helpful streamlining? Abby, how do you manage it with your clients? I have some clients that are super hands-off and some that are not. Um, but I definitely offer like, if they want to be a little more in control because I'm not trying to change how they do things, I'm kind of adjusting to them. Um, some clients just want to check in on Voxer every once in a while and be like, Hey, is this uploaded? Whatever. And then some want a weekly call with like, okay, what are we tackling this Mm -hmm. week? Um, so it's kind of just offered as an option to them. Um, but I find that like, again, that trust situation, like the more we work together, the more they're like, Oh, we've had the same meeting every week about my like onboarding process. I don't need to have this every week. Like we kind of know how it's going. Um, so it's kind of just an adjustment thing as you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the other piece is it is, it is kind of shocking to me. Like (laughs) it's because I'm just the way I am. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. like my barometer, but like it, it has surprised me how many people don't do things unless somebody's looking over their shoulder. Like there, there are a good amount of people. Yeah. I feel like that's hard for us to remember because all three Mm -hmm. of us have generator in us. And I feel like that's very out of our nature, but it's so true. And I've had people underneath me before at old jobs that that's very much the case. Yeah. Um, so yeah, back to your point about people are trained. Yeah. People are trained for that too. Right. In certain jobs, like let's say they're in some of nine to five and then they like switch this other job. Like if you've been trained, like, Oh, I only do something. If this person tells me, right. Or they're pushing me, Mm -hmm. then you get used to that. So (laughs) I don't know. That's a whole other world we could go into. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's also another reason why a lot of entrepreneurs have trouble. Like, um, I have a friend who just had just hired somebody and it went horribly wrong. He put all this money into it and he was like, This guy didn't do anything. Like all these things I thought he was getting done, uh, nothing got done. Right. And now he's realizing it. And now he's like trying to hire somebody else. And I can tell he's like little, uh, yeah, overly protective now because he, first of all, he doesn't even want to hire somebody else because he thinks everybody's going to be like that. So he's like, well, what's the point of me even hiring somebody if I have to redo everything. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if I have to spend so much time making sure it's getting done, it's faster if I just do it myself. And I'm like, not everybody's like that. Right. It's like, you kind of have to learn. I mean, there's something to spotting that out, but like, you know, you think it's you like are, an energy yeah. thing too? Like you're attracting in, you're continuing to attract in people that are requiring you to step in. I mean, I guess yeah. that goes back to what you said before about people kind of like subconsciously hiring people they need to manage, but it's like, it may just be a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're not totally acting like someone that doesn't have the capacity to step in, mm-hmm. then you're not going to attract someone that actually allows you to step away. Yeah, totally. Well, and there's mm-hmm. a balance where I think, especially a lot of new business owners, they want to spend less money. So they'll, they'll like go for somebody who has lower rates because their, their, their business is newer. Um, and that can work really well sometimes, but sometimes it doesn't because sometimes that person is the type of person that 
needs a bit more motivated sometimes. Yeah. Or just they're getting paid like, less. They might be newer too. So they might need a little more like, I don't know you know, it, it's just different. Cause you're, when you're first starting sometimes. So it, it's like that balance between, cause there are also people who have more experience who charge like out of control rates. Right. <laughs> like, um, and it's like knowing that balance. Right. And I found myself many times in business, like, it's like, do I, okay. There's this person that is like, I'm like, I totally believe in their value, but that's just like way out of the ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this person, but I don't think that they can fully show up to this. Like, you know, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be in manager energy. So I, I will say no to both. And I'm like, I know I'm going to find somebody who is exactly what I want. Right. Um, and there's, there's that balance as well. Like just thinking about, but when you continue to hire somebody with less expensive rates, like, and you, that's what you're looking for, like pay attention to that because there's also like the quality. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're paying for that's the experience. Important, important piece. Yeah. And you really have to look at yourself too. Like that's something I've realized is like reflecting on the things that I missed or that I didn't see, you know, mm-hmm. like your friend, you know, like maybe he didn't realize he was compromising something in what he did. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't just hold on to that and be like, I don't trust anyone. Like this yeah. is my experience and I'm going to hold on to that. to so look inward and kind of change your perspective and your approach. Yeah, totally. Well, and it's like what we were talking about in the last episode with that mindset of a lot of people that they struggle with this idea of like investing, Mm -hmm. right. Investing in your business. And, and this person in particular, like I can tell he's thinking about it. Like I'm just getting rid of this money. Right. Like people Mm -hmm. think I'm just, and it's as opposed to I'm putting this money into my business, I'm getting more horsepower, more hands. So I can actually reach more people and make more money. Like that's, that's the point. Um, And I totally understand if people are like (laughs) scarred from previous experiences, because I have put a lot of money into people and like, they didn't do anything. And then, so it felt like, where did that go? Right. But then it's about finding the people where you do see that return. It's like, okay, I'm putting this money in this person is really performing and they're really helping me to expand. And you see, like, it is an investment in your business, but you know, that's just, that's part of the growth. And that's what blocks a lot of people because a lot of people are not willing to to invest in their business again. Right. They like, they won't make an investment over like $500. And it's like, I mean, at a certain point, you know, for me to really scale, like I had to put in a lot more money than I was comfortable with knowing like, okay, I am, I am deciding that my business is going to grow. Right. And so there's a balance there. It's not like, it's like, you still need to be responsible with it, you know? And like, look at your budget and what's realistic, obviously, cause you don't want to like screw somebody over. Um, but I see people, a lot of people getting stuck in that, like they, they are not willing to invest. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can really block yourself in that way too. Mm-hmm. You have to come <laughs> from a place of lack from the beginning. Totally. You know? Totally. It's, it's the scarcity. So they, like you mm-hmm. cap yourself in that way. Right. And it's like, yeah. and, and I, I will say like, I see a lot of people I'll speak like from the coaching space who compare their businesses to these other people who have been in business for years and have a whole team behind them. Right. And it's like, and they're like, why can't I do all these? It's like that person has like 20 people supporting them. So yeah, they can make a million programs and they've invested in themselves time and time again to get to that place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if you, and if you look at, and then you have people who they're like, they realize that. So then they start hiring people. Right. But they, it's like, if you look at the people who do that successfully, right. If you think of somebody like a personal brand, right. 
they are, most of them are literally just like the talent and everybody else is running and doing everything else. And that person, like they're, cause their whole time is spent just like showing up, like showing face, right. And like anything video, anything they have to do. But other than that, like most of those people, if you actually look at their businesses, they're like not even involved. Right. And I know for me, that was like a huge duh moment when I realized that, right. And I was like, wow, I'm trying to do all these things. And then you actually get to know the back end of these businesses. Like, for example, a lot of doctors, like a lot of functional medicine doctors who have like bigger brands, like a lot of them aren't seeing patients anymore. Right. And a lot of them are not even running their business. They're, they're more of the personality, right. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of these people don't even write their own books. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So, so it's like, 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 I think there's a lot of that, like projection and we, we just assume people are doing everything. Not most people are not doing everything, right. A lot of people, it's like, it's a machine that the business is a machine. You have so much support. You have people playing their own roles. You have somebody leading marketing and leading operations and, and leading outreach and like, and then all everything else, like, like all of those positions are filled. And so I think that's really important as well for people to think about, because that's a really common place people cap themselves is they're trying to stay in everything, trying to be like, Oh, I see so-and-so doing this. And it's like, well, so-and-so isn't getting in the weeds everywhere that you are. Like they're literally just being the talent and, and being the face and letting everything else go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my point. rant there. It's important to realize <laughs> it's just a lot of comparison, but yeah. Let yourself be supported. Let yourself be supported. It is Welcome it, it in. Ways <laughs> to receive. <laughs> totally. All right. Well, let's wrap up there. Hopefully this was helpful. Thanks for listening. And if you did find this episode helpful, definitely share it, tag us on social media at the podcast connector so we can repost and say thank you. And uh, if you have not already, please take a second to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It really, really helps to support the show. It makes a huge difference. Any podcast you listen to that you haven't left an iTunes rating and review for, it literally takes like 30 seconds and every host will appreciate it so much. So definitely do that. Give a little positive energy and you'll receive a lot back. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, we hope you have a great day. Thanks again for tuning in and we will talk to you next episode. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.